Welcome to Living by Faith Podcasts. I'm your host, Kevin Hillman. This is an audio resource for the members and individuals of Faith Baptist Church and their community. Join us as we search the scriptures and find the promises and encouraging truths of God's holy word that help us in our day-to-day walk with Christ. We hope that this podcast is a help to all who listen and that it is an example of what it is to be living by faith. Well, hello there and welcome back to another episode of Living by Faith Podcasts. I'm your host, Kevin Hillman, and I am joined here by uh, a good brother and friend of mine, Jake Ellsworth. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I appreciate you taking the time. So for the past, um, I want to say five or six podcasts that we've been doing here, it's been all me just talking to you, and I understand that can get old at times. And um, so what I wanted to start doing, what we're going to start doing every couple of months or so, we're going to be doing in interviews, uh, more specifically interviews with Bible believers. And uh, we're going to start with Brother Jake here in our church. And uh, in the future, we may have some good friends of ours come down, uh, maybe evangelists or missionaries or or um, individuals such that are going to share their testimonies and uh, spend some time uh, with us. So we're starting out here with Brother Jake. He was kind enough to take the time out of his afternoon to spend it here with me. And uh, just going to start by asking you some questions, okay? And we'll get into the little more nitty-gritty, okay? Let's do it. All right. So what is your full name and who is your immediate family? My full name is Jacob Ellsworth, and my immediate family is my father, Rob Ellsworth, and my mother, Janelle Duncan, and she had passed away here recently in 2016. I see, I see. And uh, how long have you been attending this this church? I've been attending this church since February of this year. Wonderful. What, uh, what is your current occupation? I'm currently working right now in um, Kirkland at Heinz. It's a lumber yard doing trusses. Gotcha, gotcha. And you you work uh, how many hours a week, would you say? Uh, about 54, 54 wow. hours, yeah. Seven awesome. and a half hour days and sometimes weekends, so it can be hard work for sure. Yeah, Yes, it can. I've, uh, I've done that type of work before in the past, and I can tell you, uh, I can certainly back up Brother Jake by uh, just saying that it is hard work. Uh, it's not easy. Easy. It takes a lot from your body to do it, and uh, I uh, I personally know Brother Jake to be a hard work to be a hard worker and um, someone who was always there and always willing to do the work. Okay, so uh, getting into a little more of a uh, thoughtful perspective here, can you uh, give us your personal testimony as to how you became a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ? Yeah, so I was raised in a broken home, and um, uh, my parents were uh, at one point alcoholics, and I had a sister that lived with me who moved out early on in her Mm -hmm. teenage years, and um, I spent my childhood playing baseball and, uh, you know, a lot of sports, and sports was my foundation. It was to get me away from home. It was to get me away from everything that was going on, and Mm. um, later on in my teenage years, um, I started... uh, getting in trouble at school and skipping school and uh, later on eventually even started running away from home and Mm. uh, it just started getting worse and worse and 
um, once I lost sports, once I lost baseball, uh, my world really came crashing down and, uh, I just had nowhere to go. And, and I was really, I was really in despair. I didn't care about myself, didn't love myself. I cared about nothing. My decisions were based on how I felt at the time, what could make me feel the best. And, uh, mm. I was just running from everything, running from my childhood, running from my problems, mm. running from responsibilities and, uh, really just running from myself altogether. And, uh, so mm. this, uh, this actually led to an incarceration mm-hmm. and, um, I was 19 years old when I got incarcerated. Right. I got incarcerated with two other young men. Uh, one was a believer. He had, he had, uh, accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and hey, savior. Hey, and, hey, amen. Um, I came across this, uh, young man and, and, um, as we were incarcerated together, he started talking to me about the Lord Jesus and, right. um, I was interested at first, but uh, after a while, I just didn't want to hear about it anymore, and mm-hmm. I just carried on in my lifestyle in jail, and finally, it got to a place where, as I was in despair, I was I was starting to search out, though, and mm-hmm. um, this young man was really here for me. My mom had stage four lung cancer at the time. I was looking at quite a bit of time in prison. 26 years was the mm-hmm. offer on the table, and... Uh, I was 19 and I was just, I was lost and had nowhere to turn to and, and, um, felt like my life was over, but this guy Amen. was really taking this time to, uh, share the Lord with me and just be Amen. there for me. And Amen. I ended up receiving salvation while in jail and, uh, Praise the Lord. yeah, I didn't end there. I wasn't ready to walk with the Lord, but, um, Do you, um, you rem- remember the specific day or the or the time? I don't remember the specific day. Mm-hmm. The month was January of okay. 2016, and um, yeah, it was a it was a huge blessing to uh, how God worked out putting this young man around me and and uh, the transformation that had happened later on. Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! So, <clears throat> and um, you know, because for for Christians like myself, and for probably uh, many others that are listening now, I know that I was brought up in a good home, and um, when I was saved, there were m- many people around me that uh, were joyful and that were happy that I was saved. And I'm just curious, what was the atmosphere like um, in prison at the time? <laughs> when you were saved, what was the attitude around you and what was that like more specifically for you? Right. That's a great question. Um, after I got saved, prison was actually, it was a lot worse because I seen everything from a different light, a different perspective. And Mm -hmm. you really see how Satan's working on so many people's lives in there, especially the young men who are in despair and have no family and uh, we're raised in the streets and just living awful lifestyles, and and um, so you see it from a different light. It does become uh, darker, honestly. And uh, you know, obviously, I was hurt, so I had to walk through some healing. And and the atmosphere was totally different from before when I got saved. So uh, once I started getting in the Word of God and learning who the Lord is and His love for me, His grace for me, what He's done for me, what He's doing for me, and uh, that started to change. It wasn't so much dark and dungeony in there. I was starting to see the mm-hmm. light and starting to see how the Lord's working on me and how He wants to uh, transform everything that was bad into good. And that's praise what I really started walking with. And um, I was grateful for that. And the attitude from people were 
it was different. You got people that were, uh, hey, that's good to hear you became a Christian, and you got guys that mock you. There's more mocking, of course, in there, but mm-hmm. um, once you get to learn the grace of God, you, you view that a different way, and, and you see that it's they're just against God, and, and what it is is they're just hurting, and Satan's using them. So right. you just have to continue to walk in the light and, and walk in love and, and live it out around them. Right, so. right. And also, having been on that side, um, having been around those types of pe of people, what you know, what are they the are they the big, tough, the gruff, the mean people that we sometimes are led to believe that they are in prison? Or I mean, like you you know, when you would attempt to give the gospel to them, was the would they kind of break down would they put up up a wall what was the attitude towards that so most men are in there broken men and crying out Mm -hmm. they don't know how to cry out all of them cry out in different ways whether it be aggression or actually breaking down and Mm. uh, you would get all type of different responses from different men and it just depended on sometimes if they were around their friends you'd get an aggressive reaction if they were by themselves you would get more of openness but uh, it would just depended on who you were talking to and the atmosphere at the time where you were at, who was around. Right. There were men that were open, but there were a lot of men who were not willing to actually walk through the hurt that they had faced and, and really um, put the action into, into changing, you know. And the Lord says to be a doer of the word. Well, when we get to that, sometimes it's hard, not only for believers, but right. people that are trying to come to the Lord, it's hard for them to... to you know, walk through that stuff again. And um, so it just depended on the atmosphere and who you were around. Amen. Uh, do you have a specific um, verse or passage that uh, the Lord has um, used time and time again in your Christian life? Uh, anything you'd care to share? Yeah, so uh, in Matthew chapter 28 at the very end, uh, verse 20 says, uh, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you and lo i am with you always even unto the end of the world amen and uh that that scripture popped up to me constantly because in prison there is a whole new type of loneliness that is not truly experienced out here and uh Mm -hmm. not to say people aren't lonely out here of course when you're in despair or or hopeless you're lonely and Mm -hmm. if you're without the lord you're for sure lonely so um and there you know there's times of feeling forgotten about and and uh, I did have moments like that, you know, I lost quite a bit of family in there and uh, spent a lot of time by myself inside mm. of a cell. So, but I decided to talk to God in those times. And every time I talked to God, uh, he made sure to manifest himself. I was a broken young man crying out to him and he was not going to leave me that way. His mm. plan was a lot bigger and better than that. And, and I think that's for all of us, if we're all anyone's broken he's willing to manifest himself in your life and show up and do wonderful works in your life and totally transform you into a person you never thought and it's all for his glory it's all for him amen amen well that is a great test uh that is a great test demoni that uh we have just heard from brother jake and uh you know, I will tell you what, friend, uh, Brother Jake here has, has sought out Christ. He has sought him out, and he has developed a relationship. And uh, 
you know, that's and that's kind of the uh, attitude that I had going into this. That the um, when the uh, Lord laid this on on my heart um, to do an interview is that we uh, we often we come to church every week, multiple times a week. And we uh, shake hands and we say hi and, and we wave to each other. And I wonder how often do we take time to get to know one another as, bro- as, as brothers. And uh, probably not enough time. And um, I, this is why uh, this kind of a thing is, is, uh, is good. And it's why it's um, something we're going to be doing more in the future, but friend, just as I sought out um, Jake to do this in interview, I uh, tracked him down in in the hall. I kind of blindsided him at the last minute, <laughs> which um, uh, I did appreciate him uh, taking the time to do it. But friend, we should seek out God as individ as individuals, and we we should draw nigh to Him, as He said in James verse four. Uh, I'm sorry, James chapter four verse eight. Draw nigh to God, and He will draw nigh to you. Amen. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Amen. And friend. You know, unless we do that, because friend, God is always there every time, as we just heard from from this from this bro, from this from this brother, friend. God was there even when Jake had turned away completely. He was still there, and friend, he's still there for you, and he still wants to develop a relationship and a life and give you life free and more abundantly. Amen. Friend, if you would just trust in him, friend, whatever the circumstance is, Christ is there and he's a, he is a, he is able to friend. He has all power. He has all power. So friend, I just wanted to, uh, thank you for taking the uh, time and, uh, taking the time out of your day, brother Jake. Thank you, uh, for spending the time to, uh, with, with, with me. And uh, friend, thank you so much for uh, tuning into this podcast. Uh, We will see you next time on Living by Faith Podcasts. Thank you for listening to this month's podcast. We hope you will join us next time as we continue to search the scriptures and rejoice in God's wonderful holy word. Thank you for listening and God bless.